Time right now is 627. Ian is off today, but uh, this is a story that I saw the other day, and I had to blog it because this is just absolutely unbelievable to me. So um, the story unfolds in North Minneapolis. A, a, a bus driver for the uh, MTC, which is the uh, Minneapolis Transit Company, uh, the driver's name is Ambrose Young. He was uh, doing his, his route when he saw a little boy between four and six years old standing outside in the snow with just a backpack and a light jacket, and, and it was snowing out. It was a blizzard. It was bitter cold outside. Little tiny kid all by himself. And so, of course, right away, alarms go off where he's like, where's a, an adult? Where's a parent? You know, obviously this little boy's lost, and apparently the little boy went up to a car to try to get in the car, and they took off. And, it, I mean, I'm hoping to God they didn't see this little kid because who's going to just take off when a little kid walks up to your car, obviously by themselves? So, of course, he knew he had to do something. So he pulled his bus over, and he didn't want to scare the little boy because, of course, you know, kids are told don't talk to strangers. So he was able to talk to the boy who was nonverbal and able to coax him to come onto the bus because it was safe and warm. Call the supervisor. They got a hold of Minneapolis Police Department to see if there was any missing children. And uh, sure enough, there was an a autistic child that was reported missing in North Minneapolis. Um, somehow got away from his caregiver, took off. And um, he was, it was reported he was like 13 blocks from home. So they were able to reunite him with his parents and everything's okay and he's okay. But can you imagine a little four or five-year-old boy in the wintertime over 10 blocks away from home and nobody helped him? Nobody stopped to try to help. I mean, you'd, you'd hope the average person would be like, oh, my gosh, you know, where's your mom and dad? What's going on? If the child's nonverbal, call the police, you know, figure something out. But the, thank God this bus driver saw this little boy because obviously he wanted to get him to be to safety and he didn't get grabbed by a bad guy or, you know, get hit by a car. Or, I mean, there's a million scenarios or froze to death. The poor, the poor thing. It's wintertime. It's a blizzard. So, um, you know, hats off to, uh, to that bus driver's name's Ambrose Young. Um, and like he said, they're the eyes and ears of the city, which they absolutely are. And that's the same thing here in, in Duluth and Superior and, you know, the, Got to give uh, kudos to those bus drivers. They're dealing with all the stuff on the bus and then, you know, the stuff that they see on the streets too, I'm sure is a lot of crazy stuff sometimes too. So I've got the whole entire, I've got the whole story for you at Mix108.com and the Mix108 app. It's uh, definitely a, a feel-good story. And uh, speaking of weather, whoo, looks like we've got a, uh, another uh, storm headed our way towards the end of the week. Could be a real mess with a wintry mix. We'll give you all the details on that coming up at uh, 7 o'clock this morning. Steven Sanchez on deck. We've got Jax 2 and Metro Boomin featuring the weekend creeping. That's coming up next on Mix 108. Time right now is 6.45. Ian is off today. And if you are a hockey fan who loves a good fight, well, we got one for you. University of Minnesota, former University of Minnesota Duluth goalie Ryan Fanti found himself as the headliner in a multi-fighter fight in the backdrop of an ECHL hockey game. Uh, Fanti played for the Bulldogs from 2019 to 2022, signed a two-year contract with the Edmonton Oilers in March of 2022. After signing with the franchise, he was assigned to their ECHL affiliate, the Fort Wayne Comets. Uh, the Thunder Bay native is currently 11-12 and 12 this season. 
So the fight he was in was the third one of the night. Happened with just uh, 33 seconds left on the clock. Fanti's Comets had just scored an empty net goal, taking their lead to 6-4 to four over the Nailers when Wheeling's uh, goalie, Brad Barone, skated up to Fanti and raised his fist. After staring each other down for a few seconds, Fanti struck first. They both took their big gloves off uh, with a strong left and right hook, and the two exchanged a few blows. Fanti threw Barone to the ice shortly after, clearly winning the goalie rumble. So we've got the video on here. And, of course, the ref's just standing there watching it happen until they both went down on the ice. Then he finally decides to break it up. And you got all of Fanti's uh, teammates. Uh, they're clacking their hockey sticks. And, he, you know, he gets up and they're all high-fiving him and patting him on the head and stuff. And it's, like, just unbelievable. I, the only sport where the, that can happen, where you're sitting there just getting these massive fights. But... You know, it's a brutal sport, and it's a tough sport, and that's that's all part of it. But I guess Fanti came out on top on, on that one. So, again, if you want to see the video, uh, you can check it out. Cooper has it for you at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Uh, coming up in just a couple minutes, we'll take a check your forecast. We do have another wave of a storm that's coming, and it could be messy with a wintry mix. So just adding on top of uh, the record amount of snow we've gotten so far this year. We were in the top 10 snowiest uh, years ever. So I'm with a lot of people saying, who cares? I don't want to break a record. Let's just stop. It's March. Let's be done with the snow. That's completely me for sure. Also next hour, uh, we'll take a check. It's going to be Gene's Toolbox today. Some news of the weird. That's all coming up in minutes on Mix 108. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. All right, time right now is 710. And this first story, I'm going to try to give you the Reader's Digest version of it because it's very long. Six doctors swallowed Lego heads for science. And here's what came out. When Dr. Andy Tate was a toddler, he swallowed a Lego piece, actually two that were stuck together. Uh, and he was fine. He ended up... You know, they came out eventually. Uh, he said, and as an emergency physician in Australia, he meets a lot of anxious parents whose children succumb to this impulse. The vast majority of kids like Andy simply pass the object through their stool within a day or two. So Andy wondered whether it's a way to spare parents from needless worry. So he and a bunch of other scientists decided they would each swallow a Lego head. They were aware about a few types of objects that are in fact hazardous if kids swallow. An important one is button batteries. The small round uh, wafer-shaped batteries often found electronic toys. Button batteries can actually burn through an esophagus in a couple hours. So they're very dangerous. Very different from swallowing a coin or a Lego head. So they each swallowed one and uh, were able to pass it. No problem because they're so tiny. But uh, I love how they're like, don't worry. I've swallowed a Lego head and I'm fine. Your son will be okay. Oh, my God. That's craziness. Women in Berlin will soon be allowed to go topless at the city's public swimming pools like men, the Berlin state government said Thursday. The new bathing rules allow everyone to go swimming without covering their torsos, followed a discrimination complaint by a woman who's not allowed to go topless in a swimming pool in the capital. The woman whose identity was not revealed had turned to the Senate uh, Ombudsman Office for equal treatment to demand that women like men can swim topless. In reaction to the complaint, the Ombudsman involved in the case... 
which runs the city's public pools, decided to change the clothing rules. <laughs> they said this office very much welcomes the decision because it establishes equal rights for all Berliners, whether male, female, or non-binary, because it also creates legal certainty for the staff. In the past, women who bared their breasts at Berlin pools were asked to cover themselves or to leave the pool and were sometimes banned from returning. All right, there you go. So if you want to be swimming topless in a pool, you got to go to Berlin. And a Maine vegan, or a vegan from Maine, whose custom license plate contains the word tofu, is one of the motorists caught in a state crackdown on vulgar license plates. Car owners across the United States can pay an extra fee to customize their license plates, sparking creativity and personality, but causing headaches for state officials who have to define, define what's acceptable. So here's what their plates say. It's all one word. Uh, L-U-V-T-O-F-U. So love tofu. Um, <laughs> so apparently they're saying it can be references a lot of different things. One of them could be meaning to have sex. So um, they're being told that they have to get rid of their plate. It's my protest against eating meat and animal products, Peter Swarovski said, uh, after a Zoom session with a hearing examiner for the Maine Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Heather Libby and her best friend grudgingly gave up their matching license plates that contained a word for a female dog. Uh, People are so sensitive nowadays, said Libby of Jonesport, after a hearing examiner rejected her appeal, said, I think it's just foolish. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. You don't see too many vanity plates anymore. Maybe that's why, because people are like, well, if I can't have what I want on there. I hate the ones that zip past you and you can't figure out what they are, and then they're gone, and you're like, wow. So you don't want to make it too hard where people don't get it, because then what's the point, you know? But I guess if you know what it is, that's all that matters. All right, that's going to do it for the toolbox this morning. Lizzo, now her latest with Caesar. This is special on Mix 108. Good morning. Time right now is 717, and it's uh, four degrees downtown Duluth. Boy, things warming up at a fast pace here today. We are looking for a high tip 32, though, with plenty of sunshine. And I know lots of us are looking forward to summer, at least spring. Like, I've, I've just had it with the snow and ice and the hassles, and oh, my God, I just want it to be summertime. For so many reasons, on top of the fact, I want to be down at Bayfront watching some cool shows. And uh, in case you hadn't heard this, there's a big show coming to Bayfront this summer. It's going to be awesome. Flo Rida and Twista are set to perform at Bayfront Festival Park. Uh, Flo Rida broke into the scene way back in 2007. Uh, he's been uh, nominated for a Grammy. And 16 years later, people are still getting low with their apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur. <laughs> he has sold over 80 million records. He's going to be joined by Chicago, Chicago native Twista. Uh, they're going to be taking the stage on Friday, June 30th. Tickets for the general public go on sale Thursday, March 16th. So that's coming up this week. However, there's currently a VIP party pit presale going on right now through Wednesday, March 16th. The code for the presale is good feeling. You can get tickets for the show. We've got a link on our website in our app. So if you want to get those uh, VIP tickets, there you go. And speaking of Flo Rida, he's come into some serious money. I mean, on top of the fact he already has money because he's, you know, been very successful in his music career. But he is celebrating winning a lawsuit against the energy drink brand uh, Celsius. 
by popping open a can of his own rival drink in January. Uh, the rapper whose real name is Tremar Dillard, he was awarded $82.6 million after a South Florida jury found Celsius guilty of breaching the terms of an endorsement deal that was supposed to run between 2014 and 2018. The jury found the 43-year-old star was not compensated properly for helping introduce Celsius to millions around the world. Uh, Flo Rida's drink, which is called Jet Set One, is lightly carbonated energy drink made with all natural ingredients. It's expected to uh, be in retail stores first quarter of 2024. Man, are you kidding me? $82.6 million. Oh, if I was floor, well, I mean, but see, he enjoys performing. So it's like he doesn't have to do it for the money. He's just out to do it to have fun because he just got $82 million. <laughs> Oh my God! If I were him, I would I would come into Bayfront in a helicopter. Oh, that's what I would do, man, for sure. That that would be quite the entrance. So we'll see. If you're listening, Flo Rida, check it out. Come in, come in on a helicopter. That'd be kind of cool. Mark Ronson on the way. Megan Trainer too. Again, uh, ticket info, and if you want to get those VIP tickets, we've got the link and all the details at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. And good morning, time right now is seven thirty-four. It is a whopping four degrees outside. Uh, we have a long way to go to get up to thirty-two, but we got some sunshine out there right now, so it'll happen by later this afternoon. All your weather details coming up about eight o'clock this morning. Before that, though, uh, for those of you that enjoy winter and all the snow that we've had, and Maybe more snow to come this weekend. Probably uh, have hung out at Chester Bowl a time or two. It's one of the loose, most well-known recreation areas. Things like outdoor Chester Creek, concert series, fall fest, skiing, and the great trails around the creek are just a handful of reasons people from all over the Northland pay Chester Bowl a visit. But recently, the group Growing Up Chester announced that they will be expanding and renovating the Thom Storm Chalet, and they're seeking the public's health. Uh, help, rather. Uh, their mission is to build the community by helping people recreate outside in Chester Park. And the Thumb Storm Shelley is uh, one of the necessary tools to help this happen. Uh, it's become outdated and in extreme disrepair. It's also too small for their programming needs and not accessible to everyone. Therefore, they're uh, raising funds needed to expand and completely renovate the uh, chalet doing so now will ensure it can be utilized for generations to come. So they're calling this a once in a generation project. Um, and they're hoping the public comes together to support their campaign. They recently held a kickoff event and now they're inviting everyone to visit the online donation portal to become a Chester investor and support their efforts. Uh, we have a link on our website at mix108.com or also on the mix108 app. If you like to do it the old-fashioned way, they also accept checks, and we have all the details of uh, where you can send those checks um, for your gift as well. So uh, just beautiful area. Oh, man, I just I love Chester Creek and Chester Bowl area. It's just absolutely fantastic. We're so lucky to have that, right, right in the heart of the city. And, uh, of course, this chalet is a big part of it. And, and, you know, for generations to come to be able to enjoy it, it's, it's about time that that's repaired. So... Uh, if that's something you're interested in doing, you can become a Chester investor and donate. Again, details at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app, so you can check it out there. Uh, Rima featuring Selena Gomez. Coming up, we got Ed Sheeran and The Weekend with Ariana Grande. Die for you. That's next on Mix108. 7.53, 4 degrees. Looking for a high today of 32. So, got some warming up to do, but we got some beautiful sunshine going on downtown Duluth. 
Coming up in just a couple minutes, take a full check of your forecast. Looks like a wintry mix headed our way Thursday and Friday. And speaking of winter, what's going to happen when uh, all the snow starts to melt? Could mean some flooding. Plus, Taco Bell's pulling a popular menu item. Don't worry, they're replacing it with two. They're bringing back two menu items that they took off the menu. I'll give you the details on that and much more coming up next hour on Mix and Await. Time right now is 8.13. Well, last week, Ian was talking about how he went and saw the movie Cocaine Bear. True story. And uh, it's a huge, huge movie. Elizabeth Banks directed it. (coughs) Well, it kind of was inevitable that somebody would try to copycat that, right? Another animal set to go on a wild drug-fueled action in a movie this year, Cocaine Shark, is scheduled to arrive in theaters, fins and all, in July following last month's release of Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Shark focuses... Cocaine shark focuses on mafia drug lords' production of a shark-derived stimulant before an explosion and a leak at a laboratory puts an army of mutated, bloodthirsty sharks on the loose. That's according to IMDb. Word of the Wild eye-releasing movie directed by Mark Polonia comes after social media users joke last month that three and a half tons of cocaine was found floating in the Pacific Ocean could help inspire a cocaine shark movie. Other drug-induced animal films are on the way. Attack of the Meth Gator is in the works for the summer from the Asylum, uh, the studio behind the Sharknado franchise. <laughs> oh, my God. Because when Ian said something about Meth Gator, I thought he was kidding. So that's gonna that's from the people that did Sharknado, so you know it's going to be really cheeseball. Oh, my God. Cocaine shark. When's it gonna, When's it going to end? See, now we just... We just set it off where it's going to be all these ridiculous movies. But I must say that I am a fan of Sharknado because it is so insane. It's so bad. It's so bad, and they know it's so bad that it's just the cheese factor is so funny. My favorite, I don't remember which one it was because there's like five or six of them, but um, what Ian Ziering, one of the guys in the movies, of course the sharks are inside someone's house because the house is flooded. And there's a shark at the bottom of the steps. And he's like, no. He's like sliding down the steps. The shark's at the bottom of the steps just going with its mouth just opening and closing. It's like every kid's nightmare. It's just, oh, my God. It's just so funny because it's so ridiculous. It's so absurd. It's absolutely so absurd. But uh, so there you go. A cocaine shark and the, then attack of the meth gator also in the works for the summer. Maniskin coming up, Metro Boomin, and we've got Ed Sheeran next. That makes it up. Good morning, time right now is 8.31, and it is uh, currently 6 degrees downtown Duluth. Temps are crawling to get up there. Uh, Looking for a high today, 32. That's where we're going to top out, but we've got some sunshine out there right now, so things should start warming up eventually. So I came across this article, and I was just laughing to myself because... Um, every time I go to a fast food place, like a, dr- a drive through I'm a huge creature of habit. I generally always get the same things just because I know that I like it. And so what happens to me is when I pull in the drive through every once in a while, I'll like look over the menu and be like, oh, I should try this. I should try that. And then I end up just going back to what I normally had. But do you ever do that where you kind of feel nervous, even though they're like, yeah, take your time. You know, there's cars behind you and you don't want to be that person that's holding up the line. So you just decide on something and you know hopefully it's 
what you wanted. Well, at Taco Bell, they're they're pretty well known for constantly changing their menu. They have a pretty they have a pretty good sized menu, but they are known for constantly changing things. And uh, so now, after nine years on their menu, Taco Bell is pulling the quesarito. Now, in case you never heard of the quesarito, uh, recently it's just been available on their app. So if you don't have the app, then you wouldn't even be able to order it or maybe even remember that they had it. So what it, what it is is a quesadilla. These quesadilla is a wrapper, which is filled with melted shredded cheese and nacho cheese, seasoned rice, chipotle sauce, seasoned beef, and sour cream. Sounds amazing. I'll take two. Um, so that's what they're going to be getting rid of uh, completely by April 19th. Um, and according to the takeout.com, um, they're going to replace that with two items. One of them is the bacon club chalupa, and the other one is the double steak grilled cheese burrito. Both will be available uh, nationwide. So if you want to know what's in those, you can check it out at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. And speaking of Taco Bell, in case you're wondering what's going on with the uh, new Taco Bell in London Road and 21st Avenue East, they, they do have the actual shell of the building up. And so that's a good sign. Uh, it's I'm still trying to wrap my head around like how they're going to have a drive through because the way they have the building set up, it's really close to the road. So I'm sitting there just kind of trying to, I'm watching and just going, what? So, I mean, I know they have to have a parking lot, but is it not going to have a drive through We're just going to have to wait and see because it's too hard to tell uh, how things are set up right now. But I'm glad to see there's like an actual building being built because it seems like forever we've been waiting for that Taco Bell to be built. Because that gas station sat there forever, then they destroyed the gas station, and then it was just an empty lot with a fence around it. So uh, any kind of progress is all right with me. It makes, makes me happy, for sure. So uh, so there you go. That's um, They're going to be giving that away. This epic winter could cause massive flooding once all this snow decides to leave. We got the details coming up. BB Rex at Kid Leroy with Justin Bieber. And uh, Miley Cyrus is next. That makes one. Time right now is eight forty nine. Congratulations going out to Jill. She was caller number eight and picked up that ten dollar arch card from McDonald's, uh, helping celebrate the Shamrock Shakes that are available uh, through this week. And uh, twenty five cents from those goes to the Ronald McDonald House. That so all goes for a great cause. Another chance for you to pick up one of those arch cards tomorrow. Uh, before I wrap things up for the morning show portion, let's talk. Some spring flood outlook for the Twin Ports. Now, of course, uh, nobody knows how rapidly things will warm up in late uh, in March and April. And March is sure giving us our share of snow with more to come this week, this weekend. Obviously, the faster it warms up, the great, greater potential for river and stream flooding, especially if warm fronts are accompanied by heavy rain capable of accelerating snow melt. I'm sorry to have the hiccups. The Duluth Office of the National Weather Service issued a spring flood outlook late last week uh, saying the potential across the Northland is above normal. One positive, though, is that snow has acted as an insulator limiting ground frost, so more of the melting snow will be able to soak into the ground versus running off into streets and streams. So, yeah, good luck of us trying to predict any of this, really, because... Again, it depends how how quickly things warm up, but there's a lot of snow out there. So I guess we'll just hope for a slow melt, even though, boy, if it hits 60 tomorrow, I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> I just want to get rid of the snow. Just gone. Get rid of it. Bye. 
Um, and uh, we've got all the, if uh, you want a real detailed story of this, you can go to Mix108.com and uh, also the Mix108 app. And uh, we have Paul Douglas, meteorologist, put together some maps and gives you the more technical aspect of uh, how this is all going to happen. If you're someone that's concerned about that. Uh, I'm going to be sticking around with you until 10 o'clock at 9. I'm going to kick off 80 minutes of music, commercial free, fueled by our friends at Quick Trip. And I've also got my throwback song of the day. So you definitely want to stick around for that. Thanks for hanging out with the morning portion. Ian's going to be back tomorrow. And so uh, we will be uh, Wonder Twins act reactivating tomorrow morning, starting at 6 a.m. So hope you join us then. But uh, please stick around right here on Mix 108.